Welcome to the Detox for Your Life podcast, and I want to tell you to normalize the pauses and the shifts. I know, I know, it's been a minute since I did a podcast. As I mentioned before, I tend to struggle with consistency. Pray for me, pray that I become more consistent. Notice how I didn't just stop at pray for me. See, because we can't tell everyone to be praying for us. Some folks may pray for our demise or pray for what they want to pray for as it relates to us. So we got to be specific when we say pray for me. Tell them what we wanted them to pray for. Because, yeah, you just never know. But anyhow, I digress. Back to what I was saying about consistency. So yesterday I was out and about and I saw this Audi R8 and it caught my attention. Not because the car was beautiful or the man that was driving it was looking quite tasty. It caught my attention because it had a personalized tag that had the word discipline on the tag. Now being the thinker that I am, I was wondering, did he choose to put that on his license plate as a way to let us know that it took discipline for him to get that car? Or that discipline is what drives his life? Well, whatever the reason, I took away my own message. And then I reflected on my own life and how much my lack of discipline in many areas permeate through other areas in my life. Y'all know me, I'm very transparent. I don't walk around here like I got it all figured out and I'm doing everything great. I got my struggles. Now I know. Y'all heard me say at the beginning, at the opening, that the title of this podcast was Normalizing the Pauses and the Shifts. I had a whole nother direction I was going in when I said that. But as I am sitting here reflecting on his license plate, my thoughts shifted. So I guess in a way, I am normalizing the shift. (laughs) The power of the pivot. Hey, But that's the beauty of it being my podcast. I can do what I want because as Bobby Brown said, it's my prerogative. So, anywho. Earlier I was watching You Are What You Eat, the twin experiment. Wait, let me go back. Let me set that up. I've been saying for probably the last two years in the midst of COVID, because we know COVID messed us up when it comes to so many different things. But so for the last two years, I've been saying that I want to shift to eating more plant-based, but I have yet to get there because the the not-so-great foods seem to taste so much better, right? Or so we think. But truth be told, I don't really know how to make plant food taste better. Now, there are some things that I need to experience in person. There are a lot of classes online I saw them during COVID, you know, you log into the Zoom and it talks you through how to make different plant-based meals, but I'm one of those people, I need to attend some in-person classes. It it lands differently for me. So if any of you live in the DMV, and for those of you who don't know what I mean, that's DC, Maryland, and Virginia, that does not stand for the Department of Motor Vehicle in this case. Um, If any of you live in the DMV and are aware of some plant-based cooking classes that are in person, please let me know. But back to you are what you eat, the twin experience it. 
experiment. Watching it really brought home for me how much I need discipline to give up the chips and the cheese. Those are those are my two biggest vices when it comes to food. Chips and cheese. Another good Netflix series, if you haven't seen it, is Live to 100, Secrets of the Blue Zones. Yeah. But anywho, J. Cole said, love is the strongest drug. Now, I admit love is a pretty strong drug. And he may have been referring to romance. But I also think about the love of certain things and how those things can be detrimental for us. Like going back to the whole food thing. Like the love of sugar. It's amazing how our bodies crave sugar. And I told you my biggest weaknesses were chips and and cheese. But every now and then I get these sugar cravings too. And I read some research that said sugar alters our mood and can induce reward and pleasure in the same way that cocaine affects our brain. Well, they both white. So, hmm. But once again, I digress. digress. Let me get back to discipline. I read a guide on self-discipline. And one of the reasons why we don't have self-discipline is because we run from the hard, uncomfortable things. We would rather do easy. It's just human nature. We want to do the things that are easy for us. We want to do things that are comfortable for us. We want to do those things that are familiar to us. And as a mindset coach, helping people shift the way they think so they can change the way they live. Discipline starts with our mind, how we think. Self-discipline is about learning to control yourself so you can work towards those goals, even when no one is forcing you to do so. Discipline is a big part of that. Discipline is a crucial aspect of achieving goals that lead to success in whatever area we're seeking success. But like I said, many of us struggle with maintaining self-discipline for various reasons. Like it's February and some of you made New Year's resolutions. I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. Every day of my life, I'm striving to get better. If I fall off the horse, I'm going to get back on it, you know. But some of you had some New Year's resolutions. Now, beginning of February, you have already, you lack the discipline. You're not even following them anymore. So I want to share some common challenges and give you some tips to improve your self-discipline. So some of the challenges deals with instant gratification bias. We are wired to seek immediate reward, immediate gratification, which makes it difficult to resist those short-term pleasures. Some tips for that may be practice delaying gratification by setting long-term goals and breaking them down into smaller, manageable tasks. Another challenge when it comes to practicing discipline is that we lack clear goals. We don't have those clear objectives. And so we lack that motivation or that sense of purpose. A tip for that is to find some specific, measurable, achievable, relevant and time-based, you know, those smart goals that will help you provide or identify clear direction. Another reason why it can be a challenge for us to practice discipline is we have poor time management. There's an insufficient use of time and it can lead us to procrastination. It can also hinder discipline. So prioritize tasks, create a schedule, break them down into large, break those large tasks into smaller manageable chunks. It's always easier. I think it's a motivation for us 
if we break them down into smaller, manageable tasks, when we check it off the list, it kind of motivates us to move on to the next one, right? But when you look at something, and I said this in a previous podcast, you can't eat an elephant. And I said this in a previous podcast. Don't know why anybody want to eat an elephant. Don't know who came up with that expression. Um, in one bite, right? You can't take something. And that's where I think a lot of us fail. We're trying to like go hard in the paint. Like we're trying to take it on like as an entirety instead of, you know, baby steps. Another thing when it comes to um, the challenges in practicing self-discipline is the fear of failure. And because we have that fear of failure, it can paralyze us. It can prevent us from taking necessary actions. So embrace failure as a learning opportunity and focus on the lessons gained rather than viewing it negatively. Another challenge is lack of consistency. There I go. You see, I showed up right there. I just talked about earlier how I lack consistency. Inconsistency is a behavior. Inconsistency in our behavior and our routines can disrupt our discipline. So establish those daily habits and routines to create a stable environment that supports disciplined behavior. And then, you know, we have those external distractions. They can be a number of things in our life that makes it challenging for us to stay focused. Some people may be the TV, some people may be video games, some people may be social media, it could be family life, it could be a number of things. Those external distractions that make it difficult for us to be focused and to have discipline. So try minimizing those distractions. If you need, get a dedicated workspace, have those times when you shut out the world, you know, tell your family, I need a, I need a little bit of time just for self-care. Do some digital detox where you're not using technology, you're not surfing the web, you're not doing video games or whatever it is. Turn off the notifications on your phone because we know that can be very distracting. Practice mindfulness. All of that. Because remember, developing discipline is an ongoing journey that requires self-awareness. It requires commitment a willingness to adapt and by addressing the challenges and implementing those little tips. Of course, there are others. I only gave a few because I tried to, this podcast is already longer than I usually do. I like to keep it short, give you some little tidbits and then you can, you know, do your thing. But I really want you to gradually strengthen your self-discipline and enhance your ability to achieve your goals. I'm Nicole L. Turner your mindset coach, helping you shift the way you think so you can change the way you live. If you are in need of a mindset coach, you can reach me at detoxforyourlife.com.